My dick. My dick. My, my motherfucking dick. Oh, that's shit. I'm so used to being blatant, I can't even innuendo anymore. Welcome to the All-Star Supercast. I'm Hard from Valkyrie Rock. I'm Jay from Jay Horner Illustration. And Joe has been destroyed by Bane. Moulded by him. He thought darkness was his ally. He merely adopted the darkness. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> On that weird note. <laughs> Um, Spawn, the movie, we watched it, director's cut. I'm exhausted. I'm absolutely exhausted from this film. I love how bad it was. Oh, it was just the worst. Not the worst. It was pretty bad. It was like, this is why the 90s wasn't a good year, a good decade, sorry, for... (laughs) The 90s as a year was awful. It was just a one long 10-year year. It was just not a good decade for superhero movies, with a few exceptions. Uh, everything has exceptions. Yeah, so exceptions being Blade and Batman Returns. And that's it. Oh, dear God! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. It's not. Yeah, it's uh, it was an experience. It tried. And I'll try My to... patience! <laughs> Gonna try and talk about the experience. It's gonna be like therapy. This. I'm actually lying on a couch right now. Has is in his chair. And I'm a and naked. And yeah, and I'm gonna talk about my father to him. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> so yeah, it was unique. This film. Um, I want to look at the cast before anything else, just because I'm not. I was saying to you just before we start recording. I'm not sure. If it was the right cast in all areas, but definitely when you think of the time period and who was doing comic book movies at the time as well, yeah, is this cast right? So we've got Spawn is played by Michael J. White. And I, I love Michael J. White. I love him, but I don't think this was right. I mean, I love Black Dynamite. It's fucking awesome in that. <laughs> Black Dynamite is so good. Yeah. Um, But like, he's just not a... He's an action guy. He's not. He's not this theater guy, you know. And I See, think you need to get the tenderness and the the the, oh, the 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 anger and the misery of Spawn across the brood in nature. See, the thing about this is far, far too wise. The, hard, the hardest thing with looking at the cast is how much of it was the script. Yeah. Because the, I'm. I think he could have pulled it off. I mean. It was very, it was a bit wooden, won't lie. Mm. But what are you going to do? Who else would you put in the role? I know I know we said Wesley Snipes would have been good in that role, but Blade came out like the yeah. year after this, was it? Yeah, Will Smith would have been good. He's got action. But Men in Black came out this year. That's yeah. all. This year that this came out, and when you look at say the other people who would have been right for the role, they were, they were probably just not available. Yeah. What would Denzel have been doing? We've been doing about tra- training. No, two thousand and one. Was that 2001? Aye. I don't know what he would have been doing around 97. But I don't, again, I don't think it would have been right. Been a bit too, uh, a bit too slow paced. <laughs> yeah. Although Denzel Washington can, like, do any part, really. Oh, yeah. And he can make it work. He could, he could play, like, a white man, and it'd work. Like, the whitest of white men. It would have been reverse Tropic Thunder. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I always think... I say, good sir, never go full retard. <laughs> See, I always think, oh, it's so bad when Hollywood whitewashes, and I remember they literally had blackface in the movie ten years ago. Speaking of whitewashing... Yeah. Great segue. Great segue. Great segue. So, the character of Terry, um, which we've spoken about in the past two episodes, um, who married Wanda after Al died, um, is a white guy in this film. And not uh, not a black guy as he is in the comics. I didn't quite understand who it was at the start. And then I think I actually had to ask you, is that Terry? Yeah. Because I was a bit confused after reading the comic and watching the cartoon, I was like, who the hell's that guy? Who the hell is that asshole? Um, yeah, turns out it's Terry. Yeah, because the studio didn't want there to be too many African-American leads because um, they didn't want it to seem like they were catering to an African-American demographic when really it shouldn't fucking matter. No, I think the comic proved that. Yeah. Alone. I think the cartoon probably proved that as well. But Hollywood man, <laughs> it yeah, it's, it's a dumb decision taken in the nineties, and what twenty one years later we're going to chastise it. Yeah, fucking we are. <laughs> yeah, fucking too right. But I was actually benefit I, of hindsight. I was actually. It. I want to talk about it at the end of this podcast. Hopefully, is I want to go through the cast, the main cast of characters in this, mm. and not with the same script. But if it was the same cast of characters with a similar script, who would you cast? As in each of those roles, have a think on it. Don't tell me now. Okay. But I know exactly who I'd put as Terry Fitzgerald. Go on then. Terry Crews, power! Because <laughs> he'd be amazing. He would be. <laughs> what would be the point of Spawn? Because <laughs> you'd have Terry Crews going in and just you know Genu- kicking ass. Genuinely, Terry Crews might be a good Spawn as well. Might, might have been, yeah. But that is a conversation for Terry later. loves Wanda. <laughs> 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 Terry sad. <laughs> oh dear. But that's a conversation for later. <laughs> but yes, it's um, Martin Sheen is a bad guy. Uh, I can't remember him being Jason. a bad guy in too many things. No, he's a great actor. But this was so. He played ha- Jason he- Wynn for the record yeah. in this. He um, hammed it up. It was it was over the top evil in the same. <laughs> it was in the same way Brits do over the top evil when they do an evil character, I guess, but yeah. Brits somehow pull it off because it seems so pompous anyway. That yeah. you just seem extravagant and posh. We are great bad guys. Whereas this just didn't hit the mark really with me. Didn't feel evil. No, I'm. I did like the I fact like that, that there was an apocalypse now reference in the film. That did amuse me. Yeah, that's fair. Enough. And of course. Both hit uh, Martin Sheen and Michael J. White have obviously not been jaded too much from comic book stuff because they've both appeared in comic. Yes. Or, or other comic adaptions yeah. later so on. So Michael J. White was in The Dark Knight as one of the mob boxers who hates clowns in both films. Hey. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> um, is. He also the... played Bronze Tiger in Arrow, which was pretty cool. It was only in a couple of episodes, but. Yeah. But yeah, Martin Sheen, of course, played Uncle Ben in the Amazing Spider-Man series. Yeah. Of two films. No spoilers <laughs> for what happens to him. But he is uncredited in the second film. Mm. Um, who to talk about next? Just as a nice little bit, I like 
you you pointed out that uh, the demon was Malbolger was played by Frank Welker, who was the voice of Megatron in the original Transformers, Excellent. and Professor Claw in uh, Inspector Gadget. The Claw. <laughs> Sorry, I did that joke. I'll get you, Gadget. <laughs> oh, so good. But yeah, they had uh, Nicole Williamson was Cogliostro. That's it, right? Nicole, Nicole, yeah, that's bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. He played, yeah, he plays. That's an amazing voice. Yeah, looking him up. I could listen to him all day. Looking him up because I didn't know who he was. He seems to have been big, like, late 60s and the 70s. And the film that I will have seen him in, because I've seen the film, was Excalibur from 1981. He played Merlin. So, but I don't. He looks like a Merlin. He does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But that, I, according to IMDb, this was the last thing he did, film or TV. Probably put him off the whole process. I mean, like went to watch it at the cinema, just like, oh, what have I done? Yeah, I think he did maybe theatre. I will never act again. All right, Calcatron. (laughs) 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 But I thought I was casting. Clown was cast perfectly. Mm. I. I thought the actor was good in the role, and I think the script let him down. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree. The, the character was super annoying. Like, super annoying. And whereas, what I was saying before was that when we watch him in the series, and in the comic as well, he's not annoying, he's terrifying. Yeah. He's, he's like, he will say these things that are really funny, but it's so... like. You you have not laughed at the clown as much as in the series no. where he threw the kitten off the top of the roof. That's true. That's yeah. genuinely true. And the thing is, what he did... Well, it's a great example because what he did there, he didn't make a big thing out of it. He just did it yeah. and didn't mention it. Whereas this clown would have made a big theatrical thing of doing something like that. I think I, I, what I've written down to describe it is the clown in the movie is gross and sleazy whereas the clown in the comics and the cartoon was vile and evil yeah and that and i think the close but they're completely separate yeah of this one was comic relief almost yeah like it had like the like fart jokes and stuff like that and it he was... dressed like a fucking tr- cheerleader at one point yeah and did a and did a mu- like a semi musical number but i don't think this was long <sighs> Let me have a look. Let me look. Mario Brothers must have been about the same time. 93, so this is... He's far too handsome to have played the the violator as well. Yeah, he's quite a handsome guy. I mean, he went on to do Ice Age, of course, but this isn't long after he did uh, another adaption in Mario Brothers. (laughs) Where he played Luigi Mario. I think they were just pissed. Brother slash son of Mario Mario. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Oh, no. You know what, actually? I've seen that film, and it's not that bad. I I prefer it to this one. Get out. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. Get out. End of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. No, uh, you're entitled to opinion, even if it's wrong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So in this section was when Jamie just made a load of uh, Nazi puns, and that's why you're not hearing them now. I did not see that coming! (laughs) It's going to be fun to edit. (laughs) 
Um, Furious. <laughs> one thing I would say, yeah, okay. based off this, was that the character of Wanda had very little to do in this. Yeah, she was just there. Yeah, she just, just there, yeah. she was just a plot device as opposed to a character. Yeah, it was. It, the, Might as well the, just been a born on the ground. There were no decent. <laughs> female characters in the whole thing really I mean the dog had more to do oh yeah (laughs) the dog that doesn't appear in the comics yeah or the series yeah and the child and the child or that the marvellous child actor yeah it was awful but one of the only other cast member I want to touch on if that's a weird phrase no don't make that gesture was um Jessica Jessica Priest an obvious replacement for Chapel yeah so Chapel was created by our good friend, Rob Leifeld. Who's excellent at drawing feet, I've heard. Amazing, that's why he never draws them. Uh, it, I thought he was created by Todd McFarlane, but I was incorrect. He was created for the Youngblood series and then integrated into Spawn's origin. Um, now, obviously, Image don't own anything, and Todd McFarlane only owns what he creates. So they didn't bring Chapel in, into the movie. Uh, instead, they created the character of Jessica Priest for the film. She was pretty much just tits and ass, essentially. Yeah, it's um, like evil, evil tits and ass. It was... She was there, basically, as eye candy. And that was about... Evil eye candy. Yeah, in the same way how like James Bond normally has like an evil woman in it, but she's mm. also hot. It's this exact same I'm thing. I'm confident that James Bond is the most evil character in all of his films, though. I think he's actually the villain. And, like, everyone else are the good guys. So, just as just as on some side notes, this movie was considered a moderate success. It over-doubled its budget at the box office alone. Woo. And, yeah, I mean, it looks like it had a fair, like, a pretty good budget for this. I mean, it had $40 million. But, movie-wise, that's not loads. No. But at the time, it probably was. That's probably why there weren't, apart from no, Martin Sheen, there weren't huge stars would, in it. That would explain also the uh, effects. Was maybe they'd run out of money by the time they wanted to get on some of those effects. Some of them, were, there were certain scenes where it was awesome, and there were certain scenes where it was just shit. <laughs> and yet, if we look at the reviews on the back of the box, five it's, star, it's Bob down the street. Uh, Spectacular, the ultimate thrill ride. <coughs> Dazzling non-stop special effects from the New York Post. Now, we were talking about this just, just before as well. and I mean, Men in Black came out about the same time. Again, had CGI aliens in it. Why is she on the back? She only appears in, like, one little glimpse of the film. Who is it? That's uh, Angela. You know what? I have no idea. That scene isn't even in there. God... Get your shit together and make the reboot better. Yeah, I know you will. I have faith. <laughs> Come on, Jamie Fox. Come on, Jeremy Renner. And everyone else that they... Was Jeremy Renner playing? Twitch. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. yeah, he was. I was. I suddenly got very scared he was playing uh, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> like, in my mind, I went... Who the f-? I blanked who he was playing, and I just, I just instantly assumed he playing Terry. No, they're getting Louis C.K. to play him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just the that was just the whitest man I could think of. I hear John McGizmo's uh, free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to reprise the uh, role. I can't account. pronounce his actual name. What was it? Like John. Le- John Gizmo. Le- Leguizamo. 
Legrisman. That just sounds like the, how the French describe the main uh, character from Gremlins. Johnny Boy! <laughs> yeah. be his name. We'll call him Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy. Old Mr. Luigi there. Yeah. John Luigi Amo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably quite close. Yeah, there we go. But I, I can't believe this came out at the same time as the cartoon. No, I will say that just before we go on. Yeah, it's totally I genuinely can't believe totally it. different. But, yeah, it's, it, I've, that's also just of note as well as this This was the director's first time properly directing a film. He helped on special effects on like Jurassic Park, Terminator 2, but he hadn't directed anything. It really tells. <laughs> that's probably why the he budget's also, so low. He also helped write the story. The person he wrote with adapted it to the screenplay, and I think, again, the story just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it seems you, all... said, you said literally at one point you were just like, Spawn literally doesn't need to be in this film for the evil person to win. Yeah, he doesn't at like, all. Like, there is no reason for it to happen, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, by the looks of it, Todd McFarlane did nothing in this film apart from being executive producer. Which means that he put some money into it. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. That's about it. And it's like, I think that's. I've seen I've seen interviews with him since where he talks about the film and he said it wasn't a home run but it was fine and he said there were things he wouldn't have done like he wouldn't have had the dog or the kid in because they're juvenile makes sense it, it just makes it too juvenile and he would have gone for a very hard R rating he wouldn't have compromised with the studio because this was actually rated R when it came out yeah, I mean, um, we well, just... Well, it was going to be rated R, and then it was... Uh, we just quickly looked up that... We watched the director's cut, which was the R, an R version, and which was, I think, essentially the one that the ratings board originally looked at. And then they chopped it for the theatrical release down to a PG-13. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, even after watching the R, there were not many scenes that I made... I wouldn't even call it an R. I don't think we saw any blood... <laughs> I think you no. commented on that. No, there was no blood whatsoever, other than the neck, other than the necroplasm. Yeah. That um, spawn and the violator bled. Um, like, <laughs> there's there's a scene early on where, uh, well, it's a, it's a very first scene. Well, let's just crack into yeah, it. Let's crack into it. I mean, yeah. just before anything else, just like dread, there was a lovely '90s pre-roll introduction to the universe. And in I a time in the future when things are terrible, but it's also in the past. I absolutely just I adore them just because I think that it's, they just looked at it and just went, "You need to know all of this stuff, and we have no way to give you the exposition before." It's it's sign of the times, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. It, it, oh, it just made me. Ha- it just brings a smile to my face, even though I hate it. <laughs> um, so, I, I was almost having an epileptic fit with that intro, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it went all techno, which was pretty cool. Oh, so yeah, so we had like this, we had like this exposition yeah. into what is essentially Al Simmons blowing up a plane. Yeah, but the, what I was going to say with that was, um, when he shot the guys in the, in the I don't know the, co- the control room. the control room. It was like a scene out of Power Rangers. You know when they just get shot at the floor and yeah. it, it just explodes and they f- fall over the place. That's essentially how we kill them. No blood or anything. It just well, don't don't judge these people for their uh, 
other acting experience Power Rangers. <laughs> Imagine if it was all, all of the actors in the Power Rangers franchise. <laughs> Came from Spawn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, oh, there's something you don't want to think about. Oh, and he has Robocop's targeting system as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with his funky headset and cutting-edge graphics. Yeah. And it just seems like American top it, like CIA agents... They're just really not subtle. What got me agents, was this this whole scene wasn't needed in the film. It was all designed to have the dramatic face reveal of when he takes off the balaclava. Yeah. That whole scene was just designed to show, oh, look, it's Michael J. White. And to show that America don't like Arabs even in 1997. Oh, I did say it looked like they were just trying to kill um, Hussein coming off the fucking plane. Oh, God. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a lot. A lot of the scenes in this film were really redundant and not needed. To be fair, yeah, or just could have been told in a lot either shorter format or just yeah, could have been rolled into a better scene. <laughs> I know there, there is some callback to it because it turned out that civilians were there, you know, yeah, and so, they weren't meant to be. So we get for, so from this opening scene where. You see basically what a badass Michael J. White is. We have our techno credits. I fucking love oh, it. Yeah. I fucking oh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but it, amazingly uh, made by the same production company, uh, Neuron Cinema. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. A te- lovely nineties techno, yeah, with credits. It was, the the music was all over the place in this film, though, because yeah. he had the techno stuff, and then later on, I'm sure I heard some Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I and mean, then I heard some like Prodigy style. I mean, at the time, music. at the time, you had industrial music was big, techno music was big, and kind of the like ha- mm. like underground acid house. Well, like the, the year before was when um, Marilyn Manson burst on the scene with Beautiful People. Yeah. So, yeah, makes sense. But, yeah, over, it, whoever did the music, not. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was all over the place. There was no cohesive vision. I don't think in the Spawn film, in the new one, there should be no popular music whatsoever. It should be all score. It should all be. All be orchestral, orchestral gothic music. Orchestral uh, uh, choral. Yeah. Like, like Gregorian chanting yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> Which is what? Didn't the cartoon? Wasn't that like, basically the cartoon only used that stuff? Yeah. And I think that's what probably made it better. Yeah, orchestral music. Well, thing is, we didn't notice it because... It, you there know, was a point was in good. this. There was, was a point where I laughed because... Uh, Spawn, I'm sure it's Spawn kicks on and there's just a guitar screech. Yeah. And it just, I had to, I, I, I instantly pointed it out because it was just so, oh, it was just so it not was, in line with the film's feel. It was like someone found the note from the Wilhelm scream and just played it on guitar. <laughs> it was great. So after the credits and it's funky music. We go Turns out everyone hates the US after the credits. Yeah. Because they're burning the We go to the head HQ. A6 being the evil organisation of Jerry Wynn. Jerry Wynn? Jason Wynn. Yeah. Hey, oh, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> oh, I just Jerry. imagined Jerry from Rick and Morty being the main villain from That's Spot. his brother. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, this guy is so over the top evil. So we see he has him... a nuclear 
explosion picture on his wall. Yeah, so we see uh, him and Violet are plan- like plotting, is what I've got, scheming. Yeah. And it's just... Oh, it's just not good. It, it, this is, I mean, the Violet uh, is all in shadow in most of this as well. And I have to say... Hammy. Yeah, yeah. over the top played. It was all all of it. Even his... I mean, I'm sure... Oh, they Martin, must be evil. Martin Sheen's beard must have been dyed, because that was particularly black. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was not good. It was... Oh. And then, and then we go to Terry waiting for Al Simmons outside. Um, the, I, I remember this is where I just went, "Who the hell's that guy?" And you were like, "I think that's meant to be Terry." Yeah. <laughs> and we were both like, "What?" He has, um, he has whatever Michael Jackson had. That's what it is. No, no. What sick moves on the dance floor? What are you thinking of? So where was it? Yeah, uh, Terry whitewashed. Um, so then, Cogliastro yeah. Astro glows a little bit. He just appears occasionally around yeah, this time. Just, 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 just appears and glows green every now and then. It's like Fight Club, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put Priest is all tits. Or, um, oh, yeah, because we have Al Simmons. Is it Al Simmons just busts into the office? Yeah, because Terry lets him know that the operation that he did... All went kill, south. All went south. They kill, end up killing a few civilians. And he's, a bit, he's pissed off about that. And he's like... Boss, you fucked us. Yeah, and that's where you see how like over the top evil Jason Wynn is, because as well as having pictures of explosions on the wall, pet scorpions. He's got pet scorpions. She's playing with a spider. She's playing with a fucking tarantula. Yeah, and then we we were saying we don't know what those books behind, but we think it might be every single edition of Mein Kampf of <laughs> oh, all time. He would be furious with that. <laughs> he would be furious. <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, Nazis. And frankly, he loves it. <laughs> I'll lick Don't, your jokes. I'll yeah. lick your jokes. Just because he has editing power. Bastard. <laughs> Jason Wynn basically says, Hey, look, 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 it'll all be okay. We've just got to do this There's one job, man. One job and you're out, man. Yeah, it's cool, you, man. You can't quit. You, you're not allowed to quit leave this job. This isn't the Marines. And he's like, Oh, no, this isn't the US Postal Office. And he's like, Fine, we're going to do one job and that's it. And then the very next word I've got written down in big couple letters is just betrayal. <laughs> obvious I trap is am- obvious. I got ambush written down in big letters. <laughs> Generally, I had an RA and it didn't what? show any nudity. No nudity. Didn't say the word fuck once. Says shit. Oh, that's about it. Yeah. I think it, it, like, there's minimal swearing. Yeah, it was. They said he called him a fudge pack and midget at one point. That was amazing. So it had mild homophobia in there. That was amazing. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh yeah, and the so the so burn, yeah, the right. burn out to a crisp. I'm melting because clown wants him for the army. Yeah, you know, and um, well, that's one of the things in the plot. He basically says, "Give me Al Simmons." Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, fine, I guess." Um, and that caused a town to get infected in, in North, North Korea of all places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who? I wonder why North Korea hate America. I mean, it's just simple. they're so hostile. It's it's just a symptom of its times. Uh, yeah, but he's just so one way. <laughs> but yeah, um, so fucking one way. And and then after after the betrayal, we kind of see him start to go to hell, and then he just lands in a church. Yeah, with its awesome transitions between scenes of using the cross. 
I mean, top-notch A1 steak sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Just so bad. And it is the church from the comics, which I did appreciate. Yeah. Like, in design. The set for the alleys is strange. It seems less like an alley system and more like a shanty town. Yeah, it's like an almost apocalypse set yeah. used, isn't it? Yeah, it's it doesn't seem. It wasn't. What got me was like in the comics and the cartoon, the alleys are always quite dark. Mm. And it was really well lit. Like it was all very, very yeah. well lit. It looked like a little market area, didn't That's it? It's the kind of place you find hipsters these days. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a little coffee shop around there. Yeah. Yeah. They can take their Mac in and they can do they can work on yeah, their drink uh, their uh, coffee out of used tins that yeah. have And they can work on their script, you know. Maybe it'd be better than the one for this film. Who knows, you know? No no you know. no. No, <laughs> hip, no hipster script is better than the script for this film. Because all hipster scripts are shit. That was a lot of the the two letters of ip being used there. Hip 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 and then with an it at the end. Hip it. Uh, let's see. Hip it But, yeah, then we've got... Oh. Clown, clown's there when he um, re, when he respawns. Yeah. But what gets me... The thing that really is... Just, I mean, doesn't just fuck me off slightly. Is you get that, Hey, mister! Hey, mister! And he says about five times, I've just called him, Hey, mister, kid. And he's just... Oh my god, it's just so annoying. Yeah. This just was instantly, I was like, oh dear god, I hope this kid doesn't stick around. And he did, and I hate it. Shouldn't make fun of the homeless, but fuck that kid. Yeah, he's homeless for a reason. Yeah, he talks too much. Yeah. Um, well, I will say, the makeup is exceptional. Yeah, I'll give it that. Because we saw, we we got our first full look at the clown at this bit as well, because he was there when the yeah. spawn came back. And uh, we saw... Um, Johnny Boy. Al's, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Boy's So jo- Johnny Boy's makeup was actually incredible. And so was Spawn's uh, burnt face makeup. That yeah. was pretty awesome as well. Yeah. Then it's, it's really funny because you have, you've got the clown, then the kid, and then Cogliosto shows up. And he literally just appears to give exposition. Yeah. And it just really fucks me off that, he, that like, he's used like that in, every, in all three uh, forms, but... In this, it's like you've already given me pre-roll, and this whole intro just gives me it. Like, it just keeps throwing exposition at me, and I'm like, if you have to give me that much exposition, you're a shit film. Yeah. And <laughs> um, Spawn decides to go home. Fuck this shit! I'm going home. And he just he just walks home. Hey guys, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. He just walks back, and it's daytime by the time he gets back. Yeah. It looks like it's probably like either late af- morning or early afternoon or something. And um, there's Cyan's having a, a party. Birthday party. A birthday party. Kind, Let's see how old she is in it. Spawn collapses when he gets there. Yeah, he just has in his... agony. He collapses in agony. And um, he's, he's he's dressed like a hobo at this point. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to mention that before. Uh, but he collapses and um, Wanda... Well, Cyan goes and finds him first. And she's she's just like, she's hey, not, mister. Hey, mister. All the, dog, no, no, the dog runs over first. Oh, the dog runs over first. The fucking dog. The fuck, uh, Love dogs. Because the, the the dog was there before Al Simmons died. Yeah. He, he was with them. And then Cyan. And it's like the dog hadn't aged. This is meant to be forward five years. Yeah. If you haven't said. It's meant to be forward five years, but 
the dog hasn't aged. Oh, he's only a young dog, it's fine. Must have been a pupper at the time when a they got him. A pupster, yeah. Um, and all, this is when Spawn finds out that Terry and Wanderer are together and they have a child. Um, By her grabbing his arse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wanda's scared of him. Uh, Terry wants him gone and the clown covers for him who's the playing the role of a clown yeah. at the kids' party. Irony. Yeah. And he, Which I didn't mind that, actually. That was quite good. Yeah. They get out of there. He, ma- he makes, like, apologies for him. He's like, yeah, he's with me. You're a fucking idiot. And takes him away. Yeah. And then they go back to the alleys, don't they? Yeah. And it's night again. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. This is what I mean, though. Like, we only ever see the alleys at night in the cartoon. Yeah. But it makes the alleys so dark, it's fine. Yeah. Because it's high buildings. It's, uh, whereas in this one, it's all just lit up. And it's just, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Looks like a lovely place to live. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, ugh, so much wrong. Um, and, uh, so um, this is where Clown brings him up to speed. He takes him to his own grave. Well, we know we get the flashback to hell first. Oh, yeah, we and do. We, yeah. we see him with make, the awesome CGI. Yeah, we, oh, see, my we see God. him make the deal with the devil. The PlayStation 1 graphics. I mean, top quality. I, I didn't know whether I was watching the film or watching a cutscene from Resident Evil 1. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And so we kind of see them come back. And what gets me in this is this is where we see kind of what I call the gross out jokes from Clown. And this is what kind of it's the comic relief almost. Uh, it's like, oh, look, there's a skid mark on my, uh, on my pants. Uh, uh, look at me, I farted and green gas comes out my ass. And uh, it makes a party sound. Of, ha, 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 ha. It's so not funny. And, it's exhausting. What it is. And the problem is that that ruined the character there, man. It did, and it never recovered from that. No, and I don't. I don't blame the actor for it at all. It's very much how the part was written. Yeah, and I think, like I said, that's why I think Johnny Boy was right for it. I think he was the right actor for the part because mm. I think he can play sinister, but I mean, he wasn't given the chance. Yeah, no, maybe I can agree with that. Uh, let's see, where are we? Oh, so yeah. then, then we go to the grave. Where he's like, oh, here's a spade with my face on it. Yeah. Um, and there's some Buffy rejects. Yeah, there, that was some wannabe Satanists. Yeah, which is was pointless as well, to be fair. They didn't need to be there at all. No, it was... It didn't It didn't add anything to it. This is what I mean. It was like... Just it, was so, just, it was a pointless little bit of comedy relief that wasn't required. It was required. just surplus... I don't even know what to call it. It just surplus to requirement in the film. Yeah. Like that time could have been spent on something else. Like mm. so, we didn't have to have quite so much exposition. Yeah. But hey ho, we have to make that time up somehow. I've actually put down here. Clown is getting to be a little much at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... But what we do get from this is the rules of death are explained on how Spawn can die. Yeah. Which is literally, yeah, I cut off his head and that's about it. And it's like, okay, thanks for telling me that. Is that some foreshadowing, turns out? Spoiler? No. So he's essentially a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Clown kind of winds him up and then disappears. Yeah. And then Cognosto comes across as like the angel. Oh, and also his costume appears as well. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. You're playing their game. That is what they want. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he had some gravitas about him. I'll give him that. Yeah. Look at my acting. Look at my range. Definitely fuck drunk. <laughs> Calculon, even. Uh, yeah, but the the next scene was what really fucked me off because it, at least the only saving grace was it didn't say it in front of the good guys, but the bad guys just basically completely lay out what their plan is. They both would already know what the plan is, but just for us to give us some more exposition, they just explain what their evil plan is. And it, they might as well have had a fucking <coughs> PowerPoint presentation for us. <coughs> well, got me. And here is the one bottle of antidote for our whole plan. And it's just like, well, you'd have more than one bottle of it, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. In case you accidentally drop it. Yeah. Fucking yeah. idiots. Yeah. Oh, God. But what They don't even use that, either. They don't no. even use the antidote thing. They set it up for no reason. This is what I mean. Like, there was a couple of moments, like, with the foreshadowing how Spawn can die. Yeah. And stuff like that. Oh, it was shit. But then we also had... Uh, then you get old Terry comes in, unhappy Terry. Terry unhappy man. <laughs> <laughs> um, like in my head, Terry heat win. In, in in my head, I could just see Terry Crews playing that part so much better in this film. Yeah, like this film. But he has, he has to say Terry at the start of the sentences, yeah. like a Pokemon. Yeah, love yeah. it. <laughs> I just yes, and kind of. So we see Terry's unhappy at the situation gets basically like fobbed off really easily and threatened as well yeah and then as they go to leave we see spawn with guns yeah and what gets me is it's explained in a little bit but we are just like oh oh he has he's obviously broken in there to get the guns yeah but we're just like yeah oh he has guns now why well we couldn't be shown that yeah that would have been you know that you know that time you spent with the blood rejects could we not just show him breaking in because then that would have made more sense yeah. But it didn't make sense because this film. And then we just see, we see Jason Wynn just rocking up to a nice suave party at Swiss Embassy. Very nice. Yeah. And talking to a uh, couple of people from... Talking to uh, Murphy's character from Coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, oh, it was just so bad. Just so bad. It was not good. But basically, it, that whole bit was designed to see how he's basically meant to be as powerful as the UN at this point. Yeah. It's just a big world power broker. Yeah. And then we see Spawn crashes the party and says, Hello! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Wayne, you've been a bad boy. <laughs> and and then he just reveals who he is. Yeah, away. like there's no mystery to it. Right? No. It's just it's, it's just out and out revenge. It just goes to action movie mode. And then, then, he, then he yells at Terry a little bit. You! You shag my wife, you what, bastard. What annoyed me in this is, this is the first time we see the cape as he jumps in. Mm. And the cape looked really cool. Like, I enjoyed, that, that That CG was really good. And it's not the first time that's going to happen either. It was very but, silky, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but what gets me is, it, at no point before this is it shown him with a cape. No. I, not even a small... Oh, it did for a second. Um, when he broke into uh, the A6... Um, what, in the armoury? Yeah, it showed him briefly for a second. He landed sort of on the roof with it and then just disappeared. No, it, it just makes no sense. Okay. Just make, it just, I don't know sense. why I'm defending it, with Yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking <laughs> sympathiser. And he has a, a standoff with the <laughs> bloody Spawn movie sympathiser. <laughs> um, 
That's going to be the next Daily Mail headline. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has a standoff with um, Priest. Yeah, so we kind of... Well, just before we hear... Just before Spawn comes in, we we hear about this armory breaker. Yeah, which is so him, like, obviously. Which we're told about the guns. And then... So the priest's like coming in and the outfit she's wearing, it's just designed to frame her boobs and butt. Yeah, that's not practical at I, all. It, yeah, it wasn't. No. It, it was just bad. Yeah. That was, was that was straight out of a 90s it comic. It was as well. Yeah, that's all that is. It just made me a bit uncomfortable, I won't lie. I, I bet she was more uncomfortable. I bet she was. I bet she couldn't move properly. Like, that genuinely thing. looked like one of those items of clothing that would just squeak. Yeah, I was thinking... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wasn't good. He's not tactile at all. No. <laughs> I can only imagine if you had to go to the toilet while wearing that, how much of a pain in the arse that would be. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Spawn blocks a dick shot from her. Oh, God, yeah. Just, oh, that was just amazing. I just have crotch protection. I did, I did, I did crack up at that line. That was just fantastic. As she goes to kick him, just, no, his, denied. His belt buckle comes out, it's, the skull-shaped belt buckle, and bites, bites her leg. <laughs> Just every man needs one of them in his life. And then he shoots her off the balcony. Zero blood. Yeah. Again. Zero blood. You see the holes and that's about it. It's like they forgot to add it. Yeah. Either via blood packs or physical or in post. Blood, like the squibs that they're using, things like Robocop, are so much better than uh, like CGI blood. So much better. I know it's obviously less mess to do CGI. Yeah. But, but it just it doesn't look... It had the whole thing, I bet you don't have the guts to do this <laughs> just yeah. boom he's just he's I don't get her saying that she knows it's Al Simmons she knows he killed people for a living and she and she kill him that that comment is just completely out of place it, just, it yeah. felt like there were other scenes in the film that had been cut that would have made more sense for that yeah but it doesn't and you just you just left kind of going okay yeah it's it was odd but it solved the problem of having her around for later on I guess but yeah I guess the whole reason that was in there was just to show that he would kill people who stood in his way yeah again another plot device yeah a woman being a plot device not a character yeah SWAT teams to show up and he bails um He's still learning his powers well I don't think he knows he, he doesn't understand his powers yet yeah yeah so he well, discovers that he can stick to walls like Spider-Man. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, you just say fuck because he goes, oh, fuck yeah. When he, he? Gets, yeah, I, thought when he, he gets... all, I thought he said, oh, hell yeah. yeah well, I thought it was fuck yeah. I don't know. Maybe no. I've just wanted it to swear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My brain inserted traps. Maybe he's, I don't know. Um, but he can stick to walls and he can go invisible for a short he amount of time. He shot his chains out. Shot his chains out, yeah. Yeah. Um... And uh, then he escapes by just flying away. Um, the clown comes to see Wynn afterwards. Yeah. So in like the aftermath of the emergency response, you see you get the confirmation that priest's dead. Yeah. And then you, you got clown going pss, pss, because the clowns went just after he kills priest. The clown kind of remarks, "Yeah, he's get, he's getting there." I love everyone did that. Pss, pss, Wynn comes over and clown just hands him a note and says. Do you like me? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And absolutely. <laughs> and then just runs off. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, but... See, that would have been so in tone with the character. <laughs> if it was in the comic, because that would have been sinister. Yeah. Uh, but 
oh, it was just again they just have this conversation it's like just plotting in the street yeah and then clowns no one will notice that man plotting with the tiny fat clown person and then the clown's just like ladies two ladies are suddenly on his arm and he's like hey you ever bounced on a clown's dick oh jesus (laughs) and it was just so yeah again it was just for that gross out cue and it was like it looked at the comic and just completely got it wrong Hmm. it's like they've been shown one panel not that Even never then. happens in comic movies. What you want about? They uh, discussed that they were going to hook up uh, a trigger to um, Wind's, heart. Wind's heart. So if he if his heart stopped, it would set off this bi- bio weapon that heat sixteen. This heat sixteen bio weapon that will release a virus, and that that is what the clown wants because yeah. he wants he wants Spawn to kill Win so he can um, release the heat sixteen bomb. Wipe out half the world and then hell can launch its rise war, up, rise up and launch its war on heaven, basically. He's a nice and, guy. And this is where it makes no sense because why does Spawn have to do that? I think we paused the movie about here and he just raged for like yeah. five minutes. Why, why, do, why doesn't the clown just, as soon as Wins had that pacemaker thing put in, just kill him? Why doesn't he just do it? He's closer to him, he can just get up there. And meet him. And Why does he even need to put that in? Why, like, the the evil guy could just press a button. Yeah. Instead of all this convoluted plot. This is what I don't get. Is the plot is so convoluted at this point that the spawn does not need to be there for this evil plan to succeed. Because exactly. all the evil guy had to do was go, right, it's in place, we've got the antidote. And at that scene, take the antidote and press the button. It's like written by a 13-year-old writing his first superhero screenplay. Yeah. And 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 he can crawl on walls and he can, he can go invisible and and he can fly and and then they hook a bomb up to to the bad guy's heart. And now if, what gets me is the director wrote this, but there was another guy that wrote it. Why didn't why did no no one, not the producers or anyone question that and go why have you done this? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. And no one bothered to question it, or if they did, they were probably just told to shut up and were fired. But it makes no sense. It's just... Uh, 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 Terry, you. Jay, angry. <laughs> Jay, angry. Um, uh, it skips to um, a conference that Wanda's doing. Wanda seems to be more of a humanitarian in this movie yeah. rather than a human rights lawyer, which she's seen... Not a human rights, she's just, defense lawyer. Yeah, she's she just seen given like, a speech of some kind, so we don't know if she's an activist or what. Yeah. But... It's definitely a right side of history kind of thing. Yeah. You want, you want, to, you want to know that she's a good person, so... Yeah, it's, it's literally there just to make her look good. Yeah, that's it. Um, after that, I put, why the dog, giant question mark, why the, why the kid? Oh yeah. Um, so this is where we see. Uh, so science just like ran off a little bit plain. Yeah, with the um, doggo. Spawn rocks up and like, hey kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does it does look a finger pistols? <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I didn't mind this scene because it was like a bit. It was humanizing Spawn. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, that's fine. Like the comic track did that as well. I was all for this. It like. You have the nice thing of, and I thought it was just a nice callback to that, like the first collected issue, mm. when she's kind of finished the comic, she walks out, and she sees the toys, but not Cyan, 
and you see the paddock and she rushes out and there's Sion just around the corner because yeah. Spawn's like walked her back and kept her safe and, yeah. but she doesn't see Spawn and I thought yeah no, no, that's a nice callback to the comic when Sion's actually kidnapped yeah and I was like yep yeah, that's cool um it, but this the pro, pro, but this pro, is this is where the clown goes off his, the rails because yeah. he becomes a cheerleader yeah I mean they, they have the bit where he all of a sudden gets transported back to hell and has that conversation with Mal Bolger where and you see that this, that the violator is or cl- clown sorry is jealous he's pissed off yeah, yeah he basically why, why do you need spawn to control hell's army anyway I can do it why, mm. why not me and um yeah, and then he gives up pretty quickly on that. Yeah. Um, but that that was why they had to have him dancing before that was, you know, just why, why, <laughs> why, what, why, what, why though? I didn't. What? Why though? <laughs> why? <laughs> um. So yeah. It was uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've just put some. I just put someone from the screen. I was looking at the other guy that wrote it. Yeah. This guy. This is what he did. Uh, I want to see what else he wrote. In fact, he actually did some writing on um, no. the actual TV show as well. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Which is very strange. IMDb. I'm just taking about it because I want to see because he did Halloween Four, which was shit. Oh, he did John Cena in the Marine. Oh, he didn't. Oh, he wrote the Marine. Oh my God, he wrote so the Marine. Did, what, so what did he write? Twenty One Jumps. So, oh, the oh, it was a TV show. Yeah, yeah. he wrote. So he created. So he, well, he, wrote. he did the first series. Oh wow! No, that didn't. That's so strange when you consider the differences between them. Unless it was one There's of those the things. There's the marine. There's the marine. Unless it's one of those things. I where... did Michael vs. Jason as a shot. It's one of those things where. Oh, he did. He Tekken. wrote the script. Oh, he did Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote the script and it just got torn apart by different people in management and everything. I think so. I think what happened is he wrote the script and the screen because he wrote the screenplay. That's what's the worst. And then I think the director fucked it up. <laughs> No, that never happens. Um, and let's see what we got here. Yeah, so we so we see a clown get dragged down to hell after his little cheerleading escapade, and yeah. um, we see that jealousy really come to the fore because he actually literally says, "Oh, it should have been me leading yeah. this army." And why not, me? Dad? I've Dad, done all this, I've done all the groundwork for this. This is this should be my show. Why let my little brother get all of the treats? Yeah. Um, so he decides to go and confront Spawn, and they have they have some fisticuffs. Yeah, so we see, so we have a quick scene of Jason Wing getting the surgery, and the surgeon just being like an utter evil prick. No one would dare kill you, sir, unless that person is a psychopath who wants the world to end. Yeah, they exist, mate. It's just it's. Yeah, it's just and, and you're weird. not exactly walking around with a sign that says it all the time. Yeah, and um, oh, just no. But then we see because the clowns also got pissed off at this point on Spawn when he was showing his humanity with Cyan in the gym. Yeah, um, it was a bit annoying that. So then when the clowns come back from hell, fucking all full of piss and vinegar, him and Spawn have it out, argue, and then they get into an old little fisticuffs. Yeah, where you which, see. You see went him on. the violator for the first time. That went on some, but I think that might just be this cut of the film. Mm. But 
It's oh. probably the best scene of the whole film, I think. Not for me. There was one scene that I thought was cooler. I, I, oh, the, I know what you're yeah, thinking about. Yeah. But it was an alright fight. I enjoyed the tran- the transformation. Was yeah, the, the, he didn't look too bad. It was better CGI than the rest of the film. I thought he was better as long as he won. As as long as he didn't interact with the environment. As soon as he went through like the walls and stuff, it was just dodgy as fuck. Yeah, and when he grabbed him, because the 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 fucking hey mister kid was yeah. there and he grabbed the kid's dad and killed him didn't he yeah and it looked like oh, he was but holding just jelly it was painted all, like a human yeah it was the fight just went on a bit and the dog got involved the kid got involved and he, oh, it was shit and the dog went missing but the end was cool because in the end of that fight you just see uh, spawn basically gets thrown back by the violet and it's essentially crucified or in a crucified position. Mm. and Bit on the nose. It, yeah. It, it, I mean, all through it, it's been using the cross and imagery and transitions as well. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. I wonder why. It's not like Christ was killed and then brought but, back. Yeah, but what no. got me was you kind of have the clown, like, chastises him a bit and basically he's like, I'm going to go fuck your, what, your ex-fiance because they weren't married in this. Oh, no, they weren't. Yeah, but it's, I'm going to go fuck her. You can try and stop me if you want. And then... She's going to get sold as Dirk, and then Dirk. as he after he disappears, Cogliostro shows up and is like, we'll "Come to the light side." It is time for a training montage of one scene uh, of one scene that isn't even a montage. Yeah, I felt like there might, there must have been more that was cut. Oh, I should have had a proper montage when you try your best and you don't succeed. Let's gonna do it, take you. You're the best around. No one's ever gonna keep you down. You're the best around. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. But I'm just seeing him using all of his powers and everything. Yeah, that and getting high fives off Cogliostro. Oh, that so good. And like running past for the kid for the high five, and then the kid would have been a bit cooler. <laughs> or, or he's doing a run around the alleys, and the kid hands him a bottle of water and just winks at the kid like. And the dog's on its back for a bit of weight training. Yeah, <laughs> spotting him. So we would have written so much better film. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was so bad. It like he kind of goes up, shows him one thing, and he's like, "Right, we'll teach you the rest." And we don't see the rest. And he's kind of like, "The next thing we see is him going." Uh, that's Dan's Cogley. <laughs> yep, you know enough. Off you go. <laughs> All right, cheers. One lesson. Yeah, and kids are natural. Now this is the thing that really angered me. Then is he steals a bike. That's fine. And then he just he just finds the clown. Yeah, on a random street, the clown's just driving a truck. He's just driving. I'm guessing that he's driving towards Wonders. I and, don't know. I, and it's just from when, um, like, he's driving. There's from the no back. explanation. It just happens. No, I mean, I mean, Spawn. He's driving towards no, no. Wonders, and then he just. But come. there's no explanation on what the fuck. It just launches into an action scene, and yeah. Uh, it, uh. <laughs> there are some fun bits in this, like the bit where he. he uh, use this cape to wrap around the uh, the, the mm, truck. Truck, yeah, and manages to uh, like avoid all of the all the gunshots yeah. and everything that he's in because somehow Clown gets on top and starts firing his bazookas at him. I mean, in this whole scene, my favorite bit was actually the end bit where he's come off the bike, uh, the clown's driving, and he's like, "I'm gonna run you over," and he forms a ramp with a giant spike in it. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. It blow, blows it up, and for some reason the clown just fucking floats. Yeah, but there's I a bit just... before that though where I'm like, because 
the the clown opens up the back of the oh well truck, the green liquid and I just out. put what clown dumps goo from Dick and Dom in the bungalow on spawn. <laughs> That's the use that made the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, shit. I don't know why he covered himself then. It would have made him even stronger. But he... Um, and I, I did, This is like, for me, had the coolest bit where he unwrapped the cape while the truck's on fire and that was a really cool use of CG. Yeah, he walks out from the explosion. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that, that, that's a cool scene in a bad film. And it's a shame that just before that scene... Clown was floating. floating away from an explosion. And it, this is what I mean. This film is full of... Every now and again it has a fantastic scene or just a fantastic shot. But it's immediately either following or followed by one of the worst shots in the film. Yeah. And it's just... you can't. It just, just can't cut a break. Yeah. It can't catch a break. But... Yeah, so we. I actually wrote down clowns really. And what I don't get is this kind of this scene comes out of nowhere and then leads to nothing because it just jumps to the house. Yeah, and it's just like uh, okay. Where um, then Terry Terry's become hacker man. Terry Terry hack computer. (laughs) Terry loves hacking computers, and he's uh, Terry brings down the man. He he was speaking to one of the news anchors. Well, the only one that we've seen talk. Yeah, talking to the news anchor and saying, right, I'm sending you over these files. They show that Jason Wynn's a, a bad guy and stuff like that. because he's a bad guy. Does not make him a bad guy. But, is it, but he is a bad guy. Okay, he's a bad guy. <laughs> he's a bad guy. You mean we're bad guy? <laughs> All right, Zangief. Why do you think we get paid? You get paid? <laughs> oh, I fucking love Street Fighter movie. <laughs> it's such a shit film. But yeah. Um, yeah and, but as he's sending it, Win comes in with like Wanda and Cyan in tow. Like, he's like, "Hey, fuck face!" <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! Yeah. And then he shoot. He sees what Terry's doing, and he shoots the monitor of the computer. Not, the, not as you said, not the actual desktop. Not, not the tower. Yeah. Oh, it didn't look like the tower because the, it just had a, they wanted to explode the front of the monitor. Obviously, it's because for some reason the keyboard exploded. Yeah. Didn't just. The keys come off it, it actually exploded a bit. And it was just like... It's a Michael Bay keyboard. Yeah, it was. Um, Bay Electronics. Yeah. It, <laughs> I feel like it's he did. He sh- shot the monitor and not the desktop because he doesn't quite understand how computers work. He's like, you go into his office and right next to the Scorpions and the books of Mein Kampf and stuff is just a typewriter. <laughs> yes. A typewriter and an encyclopedia for if he ever wants to know stuff. Yeah, it's... Uh... And then he like the clown comes in as well and does some stupid shit. So we, so oh, yeah, that, oh, it, so yeah, basically, uh, see this scene is so shit. I don't have the words to describe it because I didn't actually even write about this. I just wrote final fight. I skipped past this scene because I instantly forgot about it because it was that right. bad. Well, I've got, I've got you covered. Don't do it. So he got spawn comes in Ooh. and uh, and there's no one, there's no one there. And then from out of the fireplace, just a big burst of flames, and there's Wander up on some sort of crucifix. Oh, no, I know that bit. No, there's a bit just before that, where it's kind of what I would call the pre-spawn arriving bit, which is where Clown just walks in and just cracks some jokes Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... That's the bit I'm on about. And I didn't write any details. His his head goes really small and his finger expands. Yeah, just to freak them out. Yeah, it's like, oh. And it's just what I mean. Just, he uses... It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious and annoying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. 
I guess if you if if you want me to hit the character, it did a very good job making here, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, it's not the kind of heel I like. No, you like a foot heel. I like a. <laughs> you like Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's what I like. That's that's the kind of heel you I know, like. Genuinely, in heel mode, he's all right. Yeah, he is but good. if they actually just committed to the full heel mode, Reigns. Yeah, I'd probably he, like. He could him. be like Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, He'd God. He'd be awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's just unhinged. Uh, this is not a wrestling podcast, by the way, but yet. anyway. Yet. Give it time. I'm sure there are some wrestling comics, so we can get to that at some point. We can cover Ultimate Muscle. Because that was a manga about wrestling that was turned into a cartoon. Can we cover Zeus? Zeus? No holds bad. No, no, it's not no holds bad. That's the one. You know the one I'm on about. I do know which one you're about. Can we cover that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, WWE was basically cartoons. Yeah, it's basically real life superheroes, isn't it? It's fine. Let's do it. Uh, Right. Um, Do it. But so yeah, it's uh, spawn comes in, and from out of the fireplace, wander on a crucifix. And it, you're just like, hey, this got kinky as fuck. And Jason wins, like... Threatening her with a knife. I'm going to stabby-stab. And, uh, and Spawn's like, don't you stabby-stab. He's like, I'm going to do it. Don't don't you do it. I'm going to do it. Don't you stabs. And he stabs her. And Spawn's just stood there the whole no! time. Yeah. And, and he does his Darth Vader. No! It was amazing. And then... Yeah, he, he just kind of walks over and like throws Win across the room. And then yeah. he's like, I'm going to kill you. And then Wynn looks at the child and's like, I will kill half the fucking planet. If and he's do. like, and so he just uses his X-ray vision, which he apparently has, yeah. which we didn't see in the training X-ray montage. X-ray telekinesis and stuff, yeah. pulls out the, the pacemaker with the trigger on it and destroys it. Just zaps it out of existence, actually. Yeah. And then is like, fuck you, and just throws it away. Yeah, and then yeah, I did. I didn't mind wondering this bit because she went fucking demonic, and it was amazing. Yeah, and and because this is the point where you asked, "Where's the clown at?" Yeah, I was like, I was like, "Where the fuck's the clown?" Because I was expecting him just to burst out the fire and like jump scare a bit. Yeah, and no, 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 it was much better. Yeah, so this uh, he he was Wanda essentially. Yeah, and, he just... and he's like, "What the fuck? Yeah. You let your wife, your the woman you love, get stabbed." You are shit! <laughs> and it was amazing because he was doing everything the audience was doing at that point. Yeah. And it was like... That he he, he baby-faced her. That <laughs> whole little bit there is why I think John Legazmo would have been... A, w- with the right script would have been good in that role. Mm. Because that scene convinced me he was good for the part. Yeah. Because it was... It was just... Yes. Yeah. He, uh, he fucks up Spawn a little bit, stabs him in the neck. Yeah, tries to cut his head off. Uh, yeah, tries to the cut his head off. The foreshadowing from earlier. Yeah. Um, but uh, then fucking Obi Wan shows up and he's like, "Use the force to heal yourself." <laughs> I, lo- I love it. He shows up, just pops up behind the clown. Hello there. <laughs> yes, General Kenobi. Oh, it was amazing. General Cogliastro. Oh, it was awesome. And yeah. then and fucking clown just goes, "Eh, Cogliastro," and runs into the fire. This is what I mean. Like this scene, like for every good bit, like Wanda going de- demonic, there was a immediately followed by a bad bit yeah and uh, I'm so bipolar this film yeah it yeah. really was but then we have what Spawn basically I put chooses the good side with Jason Wynn and then we get the hell fight or oh, the yeah. Playstation 1 cutscene it was bad 
I'd play it if it was a game. Yeah, well, there was a Spawn game. <laughs> it was probably better than that scene. I bet it wasn't. <laughs> but, oh my god, it's just... The Hellfight was shit. Then you, you kind of get you get the big demon comes up. Uh, mm. My bug, my My bulger. Oh, wow, I suffer with names in this one. And then he kind of is like, you have failed me. Kill him. And then all the all the little peons, and then kill him or bring me one billion dollars. And then what gets me is freaking lasers out of nowhere from him. And <laughs> all I want are freaking spawns with freaking laser beams in their eyes. And what gets me is they obviously couldn't, didn't want to model a different model for the health. All the so it's all spawns getting killed. You see, there's one of them. I, I don't know whether you saw. There's one of them, and he's just doing this all the time. Yeah. You can't see me obviously because it's a podcast. But I'm shaking around like on an epileptic fit. He was just like there, like. Oh. Yeah, it was amazingly bad. Um, <laughs> and then like he kind of he kills off the immediate area, and then he's like. Hey, come to Astro. Let, let's get out of here. And then Bart's way to victory. Yeah. And then pops out the fire and he's like, Woo, don't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I did like the next bit where you were kind of like, Oh, look, it's all over. And then there's the little firefly. And the kid comes back with the dog. Yeah. Let's not ask Kaif. Let's just not go there. Yeah. Basically, but for, the, like for the, the audience, the kid says, Oh, I followed you. And how he was on a fucking motorbike. And there was a battle where a the, truck blew up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just makes no sense. But what I did love, I did love the, the fireflies going to the violet coming out of the bookcase. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah. I, like, I, I genuinely was like... The last minute when you think the villain's dead. Oh, yeah, I was, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm on board with that. That was, yeah. that was pretty awesome. And Spawn uses powers to cut... Uh, cut the yeah, he's trying to bite Spawn's head off and he gives him what I would call a crown of thorns, which yeah. continues the religious imagery, mm. really, and then uses chains to decapitate him, foreshadowing from earlier, mm. and then the clown's just a bit like, hey, you want to give me some head? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he can't even be dignified in death, can he? And then, possibly the best moment of the film, Salmon Twitch Shot. Yeah! For a... Uh, Two uh, seconds. About two or three seconds. Yeah. They turn up, they arrest, uh, they arrest Jason, Jason Wynn, and they all and live Terry, happily Terry's ever being after. the hero. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see all the media files, they'll show that he's evil, and I'm doing it. Remember who sent you the files when I get impeached. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, Spawn becomes the new Cogliostro, basically, fighting fighting. Well, the yeah, there's that hell. talk, isn't there, where he's like, I, needed, I need someone to... Uh, to take over my job yeah. because I've been doing it for 700 years and he's he's like I, I, I want a break now and then he's like what were you doing if I did not just Cogliostro going to the Bahamas or something yes it is lovely here hell's Roshi. forces cannot find me on this beautiful beach I shall change my name to Mas- Master Roshi <laughs> <laughs> ladies ha 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 give me those panties <laughs> but that was basically it, and then into just some funky credits. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was glad it was over. I was. Yeah. But thing thing is, after watching what the gets, awesomeness that is the show, what gets me is because we looked it up halfway through the recording, is 
the the not the director because he was one of the writers. The other guy who wrote the screenplay wrote the first series or created the Spawn cartoon. Yeah. And I don't understand how the same... Per- and he wrote the screenplay. And I don't understand how how one person could do two things. One saw right, one saw wrong. Yeah, when it's the same... Property. Unless all the good scenes were written by him. Yeah, maybe it's because, possible. Because the good scenes really did stand out. Mm. But they were always surrounded by such shit. Yeah. And then there's also the... It might sound look sound good on paper and then not look good when you put it into a physical. Yeah, I, I think you know? some some of it does suffer maybe from the graphics weren't there. To who the fuck's Michael Papa John? Is that the Papa John? No. Are you sure? He's very far So it's not Papa John's. No. He plays Dennis in Spider-Man. He's oh. Dennis Carradine. Um, oh, he's the guy who killed um, Uncle, Uncle Ben. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a nice little time together. Oh, fair enough. So he kills so Martin who did, Sheen. Who, who did he play? Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. He played the kid's dad. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> he played the kid's dad. <laughs> so, going back to what I asked you at the start, if you were to cast that film now... Now, right, okay. Who would you put... With the modern actors. With modern actors. You can pick anyone. Yeah, okay. Who would you put... So we'll start with Spawn. Spawn. Well, I think uh, Jamie Foxx is a really good shout. Yeah. Um, I mean, who else could... Michael Jordan. Michael, yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. He'd be great in it. I think he'd be excellent. He would be fantastic, to be fair. Um, As for Jason Wynn's character, you need a fucking... Michael Ironside. Maybe he's, I mean, why not? Uh... I just want all the actors to be near Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, or Tim Curry. <laughs> no, Jason Wynn, I would cast uh, Gary Oldman. Oh, that would be a good show. Yeah, Gary Oldman is uh, Jason Wynn. Clown. Hmm. It's a tough one, because you end up mixing up with the body shapes and everything, don't you? Christian Bale. <laughs> Just get him in the mood he was when he was getting when he's got ranting on. Um, I think um, Ryan Reynolds. I guess. Genuinely, I think I, he could I, do I it. I haven't seen Ryan Reynolds play threatening, though. I'd like to see yeah. a threatening... I'm, I'm just looking at your movie collection now. Oh, yeah. Get an actor's name. Um, Have a look at some superhero. Here we go. Let's see. We got... Oh! Tom Cruise. I bet he could do it. Oh, he could. I bet he could do it. Well, yeah. a bit like Tropic Thunder. Yeah, because he's got range, hasn't he? He could, and if he played himself, he'd be very threatening because he's fucking terrifying. That man. Um, <laughs> or, or John Malkovich, he'd be a good one. Oh, well. John Malkovich. No, John Malkovich is a very good shout for yeah. that. Actually, um, as Cogliostro. Oh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Ian McKellen. Yeah, someone with. One of the older actors with gravitas. Hello there, Spawn. John Hurt would have been amazing. Oh, R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Um, let's see. As Terry, I'd pick a black guy for one thing. Uh, Terry Crews. I would Terry genuinely Cruz. pick Terry Crews and have it as a more toned down Terry Crews performance. Yeah, because okay. I think he could pull that off. I'm fine. I'm fine with having Terry Crews in that position. To be fair, and as I mean, I'd still have. Frank Welker as Malbolger, just obviously the pro- problem with that was the 
CGI. Frank yeah. Welker's voice is awesome. The problem in this film is I don't feel the need to cast anyone really as Wanda because the part was so small and insignificant. But if you did it new, then you she probably would get a part. So, and she would get a good part as well. Someone about the same age as like uh, Michael B. Jordan or or um, like Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx can play any age, can he? Yeah. he? He hasn't aged he's in the past 20 ageless, years. Isn't he? Yeah, he's like the Paul Rudd of black men. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Brandy Rhodes. Alright. Because I know she does do a bit of acting. And she certainly looks... She's like this glamorous African-American woman. Yeah. She? Um, so she'd be really good. Or maybe if we go for Jamie Foxx with him being a bit older... Um, Jada Smith. Oh right, yeah, Pinkett yeah. Smith. Yeah, that's a good. Sh- that's not a bad show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it. I think it. The problem is to get someone in on that role of any note. You'd have to completely rework it to something good. Yeah, We've got Jeremy Renner playing Twitch in the new film, which I think is absolutely spot on. Yeah. Because um, Jeremy Renner's a fantastic actor. John Goodman, 20 years ago, would, <sighs> yes. or Jim Belushi, yes. would have both been good at they, Twitch 20 years ago. Sam, yeah. Yeah, Sam. yeah, they would have been absolutely superb. Who who was it you said? Um, the guy who played the Kingpin in, uh, in, oh, in Daredevil. Um, oh, yeah, I know the one you're on about. He's got a, he's got a really Italian name. It's I like can never remember. Di Ma, Di DiMaggio. DiMaggio. John DiMaggio? John DiMaggio. Is it? Is that, or is John DiMaggio the guy who did the voice of Bender? No, it is. <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm going to look it up. Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Yeah, I think uh, Vincent D'Onofrio should play uh, <laughs> Sam. It's almost like you've just spent like ten minutes trying to find out his name by going through the wrong links on uh, Wikipedia and then just edit it all out. Shut up! Don't know what you're on about. <laughs> yeah, he'd be good. He'd be good. I think you would. Yeah, although I haven't seen him in that sort of comedy-ish role, but he's got range, so he could probably pull it off. Yeah, he's he's very good. But yeah, it's I shame mean... the guy from Sopranos died. Because he'd have been really good. Oh, he would have been fantastic. Yeah. He would have been fantastic. Like I said, the problem with this was, I think, the script was wrong. The cast was probably okay for what it needed to be, apart from the whitewashing of Terry, obviously. Yeah. But I just think with a better script... But I have to, we have to remember, of course, it was done in the 90s. And on that, what would you give this film? I would give it... Out of five. Out of five. Five, yes. One? <laughs> two? I'd give it two. Two? Two, yeah. I'd give it one and a half. Okay, well, maybe, maybe we'll, I'm being a bit generous. I'd so. give it one and a half in the sense that the script is so appalling yeah. that it deserves zero. I preferred Judge Dredd to this film. I mean, I can't really comment because it's like a guilty... It's not a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm not guilty yeah, about it. This film makes Judge Dredd look like a fucking masterpiece. I'm someone that likes bad movies. That was a 15. That had loads of blood in it. Yeah. I like bad movies. And I hate this. Mm. <laughs> like, I like Judge Dredd. I, I like movies that other people think are crap. But this was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, there was For me, one and a half. Okay, that's, that's fair. But... 
that's it for our epic spawn quest for now until the new one comes out. Yeah. And when the new one comes out, we might look at season two of the cartoon. Yeah. See, see if it does get any better or worse. We'll do all, all of it in one go. But be emotional. It has been, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss you, man. going to miss you, Spawn. You're my brother, man. But it's, yeah, it's been... The last few months have been very interesting getting to know a character I didn't know much about. Mm. And I, well, it got me back into it because I started collecting the comics again. Well, you'd done the research. You were doing the research for the comic, like the comic side of it. Yeah, and I was just like, right, I'm gonna. But you, you were big into Spawn before, whereas Spawn was one of my favourite. I guess that's why this has been younger. this has been an interesting way to look at it because I knew nothing about Spawn, but was open to like seeing what it was like. Still the biggest selling independent comic book of all time. But now, from from when we first started, I've read the first ten ep- issues of Spawn. Mm-hmm. Sam and Twitch standalone stuff. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've watched the cartoon first series and we watched the movie. And I have to say, the Sam and Twitch standalone comics were probably the best out of the lot. Even better than the TV show, you think? I thought the uh, yeah the the comics were amazing, mm. but both the comics were above the shows. Mm. I didn't think either adaptation fully lived up to the comics, but I thought the cartoon was as close as you're gonna get. Really, I always considered the show to be something completely different. It's it's like a a based on as opposed yeah. to an adaptation. Yeah, but the film can go fuck itself, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> and that that's that's. I will last say on it. Yeah, the film can go fuck itself. And and while I'm looking forward to watching the new Spawn movie when it comes out and covering it, Mm. I'm in no rush to watch watch this one for a long, long. This one might be put into a vault, never to see the light of day again because a time capsule. Yeah, or maybe a furnace. (laughs) I mean, it. it, This was bad. I will. like, it makes me question why we do the bad films on this podcast. It does. <laughs> oh, we should have had Joe for this I one. I mean, my, in my head, I am questioning whether this or the Netflix Death Note was worse. It's tough, isn't it? Because genuinely, I'm not sure. If I had to rank the, if I had to rank what we've watched, most uh, pretty much everything's higher than this. But apart from that one, because that is... Like, I think Dread. I, I like the Judge Dread film. Yeah, I enjoyed because it. Yeah. it was I, good, gave it, I gave it three stars. Yeah, I think. it was a good action movie, whereas this failed at everything. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Death Note failed at everything. This, this, and the Netflix Death Note are the worst ones we've done so They're far. Definitely joint last because I can't pick between them which one's worse. Yeah. So that's damning. Yeah. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven film. You just got reviewed. You should be ashamed of yourself back in nineteen ninety seven. Not knowing what we'd like to do. <laughs> Bastards. But I agree with what you said at the start. 90, the 90s was not kind to a lot of comic book films. You know what? I've been thinking about it. Judge Dredd might be the second best comic book movie. Well, no, third best comic book movie to come out in the 90s after uh, Batman Returns and Blade. You had... Well, there was another Batman as well, wasn't there, in the nineties? There was. There were two. There was Batman Forever and uh, Batman and Robin, and we shall not mention. What about the Michael Keaton ones? Um, Batman Returns was that one. Um, Bat- there, there the first was... Batman came out in nineteen eighty nine. Ah, right. Yeah. And then there was Batman Robin, Batman ba- Forever. Batman, Batman Forever was ninety five. Batman and Robin was ninety seven. 
and Batman Returns was 92. Well, you're forgetting about Steel, obviously. Oh, we haven't covered that. We're going to. Oh, well, we also haven't discussed the uh, Dolph Lundgren version of The Punisher. That was the 80s. Was it? Oh. Well, it might not have been, actually. That could have been the 90s. Ugh. I like the second one, the Tom Jane one. Was that alright? But, yeah, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Just bad. Plain yeah. bad. Terrible. Awful. I love it. So, on that note, <laughs> I've been Haz. You can find me on uh, Valkyrie Rock on YouTube with Valkyrie Rising on Twitter. And where can they find you, good sir? I am Jay. You can find me at, uh, at Jay Horner on Twitter. Jay Horner Illustration on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, at Comics for Couples as well on Instagram and Facebook. Which Go is check nice. that out. Pretty cool. That's my, my little side business that I've got going. If you want to get a nice present done for your other half, it's uh, that's what I do. Um, and also, I've got a YouTube channel which is just Jay Horner, uh, which is I'm planning on doing a few art tutorials on there at some point in the future with lots of swearing involved, probably. And hopefully, Joe finishes finding out what the hell's going on. Oh, he's just he's been spending so long finding out what's going on that. I don't know whether we ever will find we out what's going on. We might have to go pull him out. Might do. We might have to go find him. We'll pull on that rope and just... We'll just give him a tug. Yeah. And he'll come right Not back. Not a sexual one. No, no, sexual. Oh, okay. I'm sure you'll love it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be all right, little circle jerk. <laughs> and I'm oh, that... I'm getting some as well. Get in. Hey. And with that, I'm going skiing. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>